0: Lift every voice and sing till earth and heaven ring. Ring with the harmonies of liberty. Let our rejoicing rise high as the listening skies. Let it resound loud as a rolling sea. Sing a song full of the faith that the dark past has taught us. Sing a song full of the hope that the presence has brought us facing the rising sun of our new day begun let us march on till victory is won
1: welcome back to the nine point podcast thank you for being a part of this weekly family podcast and um We hope that you are able to get something from today's uh, abbreviated session. Um, We want you to know that this family podcast is designed to help people to realize that what you're going through as a member of a family, you're not alone. Um, The ups and the downs, there are other people that can relate to what you're going through and to also give some, you know, some encouragement. Uh, that we found in the Word of God, which is the Bible. Um, What we focus on specifically is what inspired us. The nine points of the Nine Point Podcast is a specific scripture um, that is Galatians chapter 5, 22 and 23. Um, The Galatians chapter 5, 22 and 23 speaks of uh, nine fruits of the Spirit of God and is read as follows. But the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness and self-control. Against such things, there is no law. Now, those are the nine points that inspire this podcast because uh, it's our it's our experience and our passion that we want to share that being able to concentrate on these things, on these concepts to invite those concepts into our distracted and competitive hearts, um, to allow those concepts to be a priority. uh, When we share with the people that we love and the people that we're trying to lift up, Um, there is no law against those things. By being able to exemplify those characteristics, we are sharing the best of what God has put in us. And in so doing, especially with our families, which is what this is focused on, our families, the people that are closest to us in our inner circle, we are able to reflect the authority and power of God without being angry, without being, um, I guess, in attack mode if we're going to attack We're going to attack the people that we love with love, with mercy, with the kind of compassion that we need when we get to go through when we need to get through something. Um, We believe that it's harder to to uh, solve situations than it is to point out something that needs to get better. And the more we're able to utilize love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness and self-control, we can replace some of the habits that got us to where we are right now, barely hanging on to our families by the, you know, by the tips of our fingernails and wondering the whole way how things got this bad. So, um, again, thank you for joining us today. This will be a abbreviated session. Um, just, you know, we won't have Z time. Um, this is going to be a conversation that, uh, that my wife and I are going to share with you um, and, and it came about because of some things that happened this week and uh, we just wanted to share you know just wanted to share with you and um, hope that hope that uh, God will be lifted up in this um, so the, the concept or the, the topic is why is it so rough sometimes in our families if you love somebody, why does it get so rough if you love your child why does it get so rough Um, if you love being if you have a servant's heart and you love uh serving and sacrificing and providing um why does it get so tough why do we make so many mistakes where does that come from If, if you don't believe in excuses um why do i come up short why do you come up short? Why do I feel like I come up short when I know that I'm striving to do the right thing? And um, <clears throat> we were talking about, you know, we were talking about this a little bit this week, um, not because there's anything specific that's going on within our family, but just in general, um, certain things that we've become aware of this week. And knowing that it's, you know, it's a question that all of us have asked from time to time and I'll be the first and then I'll share with my wife, give her the opportunity to to chime in. The reason is so hard. The simple reason is because you are a part of the most significant and most dangerous force against the enemy and his minions. Your family is the most significant, most relentless force for good that the enemy will ever will ever face again. See, the enemy faced Jesus and lost, but in terms of in terms of regular day to day people, you might think that you're ordinary. You might think that there's nothing special about you. You might think that life is all a matter of uh, transactions, debits and credits and above the line, below the line. You might believe all of that. You might think that everything is either zero or one on or off, pass or fail. Um, And even if you believe that from time to time or if you believe that now, understand that if you're part of a family. No matter where you are, no matter how many people, you know, no matter how many people know you. You must understand that a family is the most relentless force for good. A family dedicated to righteousness is the most persistent, most intimidating force on earth to our enemy. Because we grow through life and we make new connections with people. And when we have those new connections with people, guess what? We want something that is family-like. Maybe not like my family when I grew up. I might want it to be a little different or not like my wife's family when she grew up might be wanted a little different or you might feel like my family was great, but I want mine to be a little different. I'm not saying that any of us came from great or horrible families. I'm saying that the, the, the fellowship, the fellowship Knowing that somebody is thinking about you and that somebody um, thinks about you unconditionally, not because of what you can do for them, but just because they choose to and because you matter. We seek those kinds of relationships, whether we're trying to establish a business, um, trying to build something else from scratch. So the way that we what we give into our families what we're willing to put into our families. The lessons we're able to grow in fellowship are things that help to build the the day-to-day worldview that we live life with, and and that influences the kinds of decisions we make with the people that we meet. And the value of those relationships has a impact on the degree to which our enemy is going to fear you or the the degree to which our enemy is going to keep on feeding you so that you keep on, um, you know, working for him. So the short answer, and I'll pass it over to my wife, who's a lot briefer than I am uh, when it comes to, well, everything. (laughs) Um, It's hard because who we fight with, who we're fighting against, is afraid of us from the time he knows that we're going to be born to the time that God takes us away from here. He has an enemy in you. And when you have people, when you have a family, a fellowship day in, day out, generation after generation fighting for righteousness, He's going to throw all kinds of distractions your way. He can't win. He can't even make you doubt everything all the time. But we have an enemy that's timeless. So that enemy's going to keep hitting us whenever he can because he wants to get you focused on throwing your hands up or wondering why are you going through all of this? Why are you carrying all of these extra things since surviving is hard enough? But... You got to remember the Bible told us it would be like this and you have to understand that your value isn't based on what people say you can do for them. Your value is based on the identity that God has for you. So let me pass it off to my wife who is just chomping at the bit. I can tell she wants to talk a whole lot, but I'll be quiet and, and, <laughs> and let her weigh in a little bit why does it have to be so rough have you ever found yourself wondering why does it have to be so tough and um you know what do you say to that do you ever feel that way or is there anything that you'd like to say to people they might wonder why does it have to be so doggone tough i try to do these things God knows my heart but all these bad things keep happening or bad things seem more bad things seem to happen the harder i try to do right. What would you like to say to that? And I promise you I won't interrupt. I would
2: say that why do things have to be so hard? I think when I ask ask myself that question, that's when I'm trying to do too much on my own instead of focusing on God. When I focus more on God and not expect people to make me happy. Um that's when things don't bother me as much. I think that we're all human. I think we have our own baggage. I think that when you, when you have a family, when you are part of a family, I think that a lot of times there's a comfort level there that you can be more of yourself. So you may tend to say things that are not nice quicker than you would at work, or in other settings, because you realize what the stakes are. You know, if you say certain things on your job, then you won't have a job. Or if you say things in certain set, other settings outside of the home, then other things can be involved. You you know, you can, um, it can become a fight or other people may be called in for the situation. So you can't always be yourself there. But a lot of times you can be yourself at home or you have a safety net that even though you don't necessarily want to say those things to your to people that you love but sometimes things will just come out um you know especially when you're feeling frustrated and annoyed and you come home and maybe you haven't had downtime yet and somebody does something that's annoying to you or hurtful to you we lash out and no I don't think that that's right but I know that I do it and and I know we do it so, I just think that in order instead of asking why, I think that's when we should go to God and ask for help. Because when we're struggling like that, when I feel like that, it's because I'm trying to do things on my own and I don't have the skill set without God helping me. I just don't. And so um that would probably be what my response to the question is.
1: Okay. since I said a whole lot now, I'm just going to keep asking you a couple of little little questions, little questions, Um, some some broad statements that I made. Um, I want you to comment on those. Do you think that part of why it's so hard to use the fruit of the spirit with someone that you love the most? Do you think it's because do you think part of it is because. The enemy that our collective enemy sees the potential in what we could be if we ever got through it. Do you think? Do you think the? Do you think our enemy has anything to do with it? You know, the devil. Um, some people like to say there that there's no such thing as the devil. There's just good and bad choices. Um, do you think that we have a sustained spiritual enemy um, that thrives off of the frustration that? that happens within our families.
2: I mean, I do. I mean, I know there is, there is a devil and I know that uh, he, you know, he knows us and he knows the things that set us off. But I also believe that when we get, when we allow him to come in, then that's where things can really get crazy And by that, I mean, you know, we can leave the door open. We can leave the door cracked. We can, um, you know, it happens subtle, but we are giving him more power than he has by inviting him in or not taking care of business and leaving a window cracked or a door cracked open where he's able to slowly come in and do his work. Um, And I do also believe that there are times that we are under attack and it's not necessarily um, anything that we've left open for, an, you know, an invitation as well. So I don't I don't want it to be conveyed that I'm saying that any kind of attack that we're under, it's only because we have um, left some sort of invitation or opening. I'm not saying that, but I, I'm acknowledging that we have responsibility as well.
1: OK. Love that succinct answer. <laughs> Beautiful and um, to the point, And I, I agree. Um, do you do you believe that it is harder to? Do you think it's harder to be patient with family than it is for someone that you meet along the way? and have a, you know, have mutual interests. Do you think it's easier to give the people closest to us the benefit of the doubt? Do you think it's harder to give those closest to us the benefit of the doubt um, for the same reasons that they should be easier? Or how do you feel about that when it comes to giving people the benefit of the doubt? Why does it seem so difficult when it's the people that you know that you love the most, the people that you know that mean the most to you?
2: I don't think it's one answer for that because I think there are a lot of variables to that. There's a lot of things that it depends on, it depends on. But I will say that I do feel more frustration with my family if I feel like they're not working to their potential because I care about them and I want the best for them. And if I can see that they are able to do something, but they're choosing not to for whatever reason, I feel like it's more at stake because they are, um, you know, that's my family and I want the best for them. I want them to succeed in whatever they want to do. And so I feel more compassion because as, as I want myself to be the best, I want them to be the best. And sometimes sometimes, Everybody doesn't want to be the best. And sometimes it's your family members. I mean, if it's somebody that I don't know, if it's a stranger and they don't want to be their best, I might make a comment that that's sad. But what is that really doing to me personally? You know, I can report on that like the news. But if it's my family or if it's someone that I love, um, then, you know, it hurts me. It hurts me. So I'm definitely all in when it comes to that so that's how i separated and again it's not saying that you can't have care for your fellow brother and sister but honestly speaking it's just there is a difference on how i feel for people that i love versus people that i don't know or people that i'm just fond of there is a difference i want them all to be the best but it doesn't affect me personally Um, All the time, if it's a stranger or someone that's like an associate or, you know, someone of that nature, that's it's more of a surface relationship versus something else or like a working relationship, things like that. That's different. Um, But I feel it deeper when it's someone that I love or someone that I'm close to.
1: Thank you. I love you, babe my beautiful friend, for so, so many years. Thank you for um, participating, helping helping uh, to participate in this podcast, this particular episode today. Everybody out there, thank you for joining us. Please remember, wealth is to be spent, but treasure is to be shared. God bless you. Take care.